Hello everyone. Before we start the episode, I just want to say Merry Christmas and apologize for my audio quality in particular this episode. Don't know why it sounds bad and also there is a car alarm going off in the background for most of the episode. So sincerest apologies, but hey, what can you do? Merry Christmas. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Ho, 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 hello, Carla. <laughs> How long have you practiced that one? <laughs> I came up with it just on the spot there, and I really wish I had to practice something better. Well, 2020 is what we make it, and apparently it's still shit. <laughs> Season's greetings, my friend. It is yeah. Christmas. This is coming out the Wednesday before Christmas, so Christmas is only like two sleeps away, Carla. I know, it's going to be the 23rd, and I'm going to be pretty excited and hopefully pretty drunk. I am going to be working. Aww. Well, I'm working the 23rd. <laughs> I know. Uh, have you ever worked on Christmas Eve? Yes, last year. Because oh, I came yeah. home. Okay, story time, listeners. I I was working at a cafe at the time, and Kian, if I'm right, wasn't working. And neither yep. was our friend Kieran. Or you guys were, but you weren't working that day for whatever... I wasn't working and I think Kieran wasn't working. Because that day. I had been working at a cafe and I got home and I was like, okay, guys, uh, you can do prep without me, but I'm cooking the Christmas dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, we're doing Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve and then we were going to the beach on Christmas Day. And I was like, so prep, but I, I you know, I want to cook the dinner. I'm a bit of a control freak when it comes to things like that. Like, cool, cool, cool. I get home. You and Kieran are drunk. <laughs> Fucking useless. <laughs> Um, I don't remember that. That's I funny. remember being like, <laughs> Sinead was up in the kitchen peeling spuds and she asked you if you could help. And you guys peeled exactly one potato, went back, each, downstairs, with the each. Re- went back downstairs with the rest of the house and continued to play beer pong whilst <gasps> I ran yeah. between two ovens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Christmas was so good last year. Because Christmas is our topic for this week, oh, and we sure. will talk about Christmas last year. But, Calla, before that, we have to talk about the news of the week. It's news of the week time. It's news of the week. Boop, boop. That's the new jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so, like much of 2020, uh, let down. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you just dissing everything I try? <laughs> hey, it's the last pot of the year, kind Ooh. of. I've got to get my jabs in now or forever hold my peace. Uh, I have no segue, but Kala, I sent you the news <laughs> I wanted to talk about this week. Yes. Um, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Had a rant. He had a go. He had a real go. Yeah, blew his lid off. They would say in some parts of the world. He is busy filming Mission Impossible Seven. Which Six really or seven. Already begs the question: Why are there so many? But we'll well, I'll put a pin in that one. They're, they're getting really good. The last Mission Impossible was a fucking class film. But Tom Cruise is the producer on Mission Impossible because after, I think, Mission Impossible 2 or 3, mm. they weren't letting him do really stupid extreme stunts. Okay. Like hanging out of a helicopter or... Um, doing a halo jump and all that. And he was like, fuck you. If I produce the film, I make the call. So he started producing them, Fair. which means he's the boss. Yeah, like the boss boss. And when you're boss, sometimes you have to give out to your staff. He had a little bit of a rant during the week because mm-hmm. some of his staff, some of the crew on the film weren't wearing masks and he wasn't too pleased. So I'm going to play a little bit over here. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it! And you too! And you too! And you! Don't you ever do it again! Safe to say, Carla, he was not happy. No. I mean, I've heard people shout before, but this man sounded pissed. 
I don't I don't think I've ever seen him in a film act that angry. Maybe Tropic Thunder? Uh, I've never seen it. Come on now. He he dresses up as an ugly man. Again. It's great. No, you should watch Tropic Thunder. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. does blackface, but somehow it's not offensive. <laughs> oh, such blurry lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to be fair, I, for some reason, support every single thing Tom Cruise says in that. I 100% get what... Yeah, no, I get it. And, and I think he is at an appropriate level of anger for where we are now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If if you at this stage aren't wearing masks and aren't doing safe practices, you're you're just a cunt. I mean, it's a tough one. I get what he means. I also don't approve of Tom Cruise in my own personal way. So Is like, it cuz he believes that eventually an alien will come down to the world and it'll be God? Yes. It's 100% to do with his absolutely mental um, state of mind. <laughs> I have no problem with what he said. I get the whole mask wearing thing. I get there are some, uh, there's blurriness with where you have to wear them, whatever. But at work, I would wear it, obviously. Yeah, work, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to wear it. At certain places, you have to wear it. I know some people don't wear it for certain reasons. People, you know, there's, there's there are exemptions and there's other things. But at work wear it because i yeah. have to wear it in fucking customer facing job for months now and i don't get to choose not to so if you're still in a job in an industry you love which is film which i'm assuming you love if you work for it which a lot of people do just wear the mask for the job at least uh, bare minimum also like if it's such a tight-knit thing film like you can't do it socially distant i'm sure they are trying but they can't really and it's so expensive like even if we're not going from a health and safety point of view we're going from a, a monetary financial point of, view. point of view don't do that and by the way that can be extrapolated to literally everything in the world right now if you don't wear a mask you are costing your country millions yeah it's a tough one but yeah, yeah no, I agree. But uh, Tom Cruise also pretty crazy. But I had an idea and I'm going to go real quick and you can just go yes or no. Million dollar idea. You yeah. know those dancing Santas? Mm -hmm. You press the button or you do a clap and they do a dance. Yeah. Tom Cruise, one of them. And you do a clap or you, you don't, it sees you and you're not wearing a mask and it just plays that rant. The full two and a half minute rant. <laughs> No, and I'm not going to explain further. I think they should be put into every house, every office, every bar, every bus. You just get on the bus, you're not wearing a mask, and then it starts calling you a cunt. I'm <laughs> it starts just, you out. Yeah, it's like all you motherfuckers. If I'm getting cussed out for not wearing a mask, I want it to be by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, it was Tom Cruise did say motherfucker a lot in that speech for someone who isn't Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I didn't like his use of the word motherfucker. I wish he'd have just left that one out. I kind of loved it. I think I it's... Know. It just doesn't suit him. I, As my I... mother would say, Carla, swearing doesn't suit you. Mm. Fuck off, mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your little bit of news for the week? Harry and Meghan have started a podcast. They're coming for us. Oh, no. Have you seen this? No, I didn't. I think I heard it in the back of my head. I, I heard it somewhere. Yeah. Harry but I, I didn't know about this. They've signed a deal with Spotify to do um, episodes of podcasting. Right. Uh, which is, I, I mean. What about? Step off of, well, apparently this one is about sharing stories of Christmas joy and things like that. I don't really know. Um, I'm really hoping that the third episode is just them absolutely cussing out prince philip and prince charles and all, and prince andrew and all the people in that family. i hope they do a review of the crown like <laughs> netflix is the crown what if it was just one of those podcasts that go episode by episode <laughs> they just do the crown and it's just megan just going oh yeah this is this is pretty good acting and he's just going no nah, it didn't happen harry's just going no nah, it didn't happen yeah mom never like... did that <laughs> Yeah, 
so they're going to start a podcast and I can only hope that they've, they're creating it for nice reasons and then that a few episodes in they're going to hit us with the absolute stingers about the royal family. But they won't. But I can only hope. Is he... What's his situation now? Is he no longer eligible for the throne? You know, he's... He's given up. Fair. Fucking... You don't need money. You probably don't want the fame. It killed your ma. Yeah. And he knows. And We've had this conversation, but remember that conversation he had with the press just after him and Megan said they were leaving? And he said, if you knew, he said to the press, if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't doubt my decision. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, he knows something fucked up's happened. He's out. He's done. Fair enough. They've got money. She's rich. She was a fucking getting a million pound an episode for the last season of Suits. The What's the podcast called? Ar- Archibald something? Ar- Let me Google it quickly. I would have called it Relighting the Candle in the Wind. Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, they should do an investigative, like, true crime podcast on Princess Diana. Oh, there you go. Wait, Where the first episode, he's just like, "Yeah, my grandmother killed my mother," and then that—that's it. It's just one episode. <laughs> one episode long. <laughs> Ten million audio. from Spotify. <laughs> it's called Archibald Audio. Archibald Audio. Or Archie Wall. I don't know. Oh, Kala, it is time to turn our attention. It is time to turn our attention to... I'm starting that again. Fuck that. Kala, it's time to go to the topic of this week, which is the merry old... Fucking hell, how am I going to start this? (laughs) Kala, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking hell. This week, the segues are not working for you, I can tell you. (laughs) No, I've had four Zoom interviews today where I, I, it was meant to be like, oh, make them, like I was recording for a video and I was like, oh, make them all natural and direct everyone so they're natural. And I I ended up writing them all scripts. (laughs) No one was natural. No one was natural. And they were like, can I say this? And I was like, absolutely not. You, no. Nope. Yeah. Well... Uh, but that's the thing, that's Christmas. You're allowed to do what you want at Christmas, right? Are you? I don't know. Sure. Not really. What do you do at Christmas, Kala? Do, do you got any Christmas traditions? So, bar last year, which obviously was a little different and we'll talk about. Um, yeah. Every Christmas Eve, I put my Christmas pajamas on and mm. I watch... Are they new pajamas? Not every year. Every Are they special see- pajamas you save for Christmas? They're in, like have- in a glass case in your room and it's like, break for Christmas. <laughs> well, no, but I did get them sent over last year. Do you remember I wore them on Christmas Eve? Yes. So they're like little shorts and they've got like little gold foil gingerbread men on them. Adorable. I wear those. I watch Love Actually. I have a cheeky Baileys. Um, and... I do all my wrapping up and my last minute bits and bobs. But normally earlier on on Christmas Eve, me and my mum, we never need anything. Um, like we've always done all our shopping and everything, but we love to go to the shops just for the vibe. This year, I think yeah. it'll be a little different, but we like the vibe of Christmas. Like, Are you going to the shops around. this year? Uh, we probably will on Christmas Eve, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just locally went... to like our local high street, not like into central or anything. Right, right, yeah. I did my Christmas shopping yesterday and I got loads of stuff and it was a good feeling. But also I take Christmas shopping like a military mission. Oh. I, even though like my idea this year was in and out as fast as you can. You don't want to be around loads of creds people. Fair enough. Yeah. That has also been my plan for like the last 20 <laughs> years where I'm just like, you hate shopping. Everyone's in the way and there's nothing around. Fucking yeah. in, out, done. We would not get on. Do you go to mass? No. Neither do we. No. My mum loves the idea of it and every year she mentions it like, oh, should we go to mass this year? And we've never mm. been. Um, but then I never had a car and we didn't really want to do the walk. So Fair. maybe this, but this year they won't have it, will they? I believe it's called a pilgrimage. <laughs> we went to mass once mm. and I don't know what the thinking behind it was. I think my mom either felt guilty, classic Catholic guilt, classic. or 
embarrassed because everyone else in the village went to mass and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, I live in a village, Carlo. I know, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> People who live in villages, they just love it. Yeah. They love going to, they love going to mass and like baking People... small cookies and... People in villages love to do two things. Yeah. Go to mass, have depression. They go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, so that was the one time I went to mass and I I just didn't like it. It was boring. And then like everyone was like running around. Like I, like I was a kid, so everyone was like running around after. And then my parents were like, we're leaving <laughs> now. Yeah. I used to love Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve and Stevens's Day usually were my favorite days mm. of Christmas. Because Christmas Eve, my aunt would come down and all the presents would come down. We were allowed to open one present mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. And like, you know, when you can kind of tell what it is by the shape and size and shake. Yeah. And I used to used to get a DS game. <gasps> I have such a good story. Wait, I'm gonna Remind me. I'm gonna... No, 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 go ahead. Because, like, mine was just, we used to get a DS game on Stevens' Day or on um, fucking, what's it called? Okay. Christmas Eve. And you'd play it all night. And then you'd be bollocks the next morning getting up. Yeah. I'm bored. You're like, my game's finished. <laughs> yeah. Um, one year, my nan used to love not making it look like um, the presents. So, like, mm. if it was, she used to, like, thrive off of making something look like something else. Yeah. And uh, one year I got a present. It was like a box of chocolates, like a toffee feed. You know those like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to like them a lot. And my, my nan got me a box of that. So I opened it. I'm like, oh, thanks, nan. Or, or like a, it was a selection box of some form. And I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. I had a, load, a little other gifts and whatever. And I lived with my nan my whole life. So she was still there, obviously, in the evening. And the evening got on. And my nan was like, I was like, oh, I really fancy a chocolate. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I have one too. And I was like, yeah, cool. Went over, opened it up. My nan had forgotten that she put a DS game <laughs> in the selection box. That's so, precious. So, like, it got to, like, eight o'clock at night. And we were like, oh, a little a little cheeky chocolate. And I was like, oh, nan. She went, oh, I forgot. I forgot that. Because <laughs> my birthday's a week after Christmas. So she couldn't remember whether she yeah. wrapped it for my birthday or Christmas. Realised I hadn't opened it for Christmas. And went, oh, it must be her birthday present. And Christ. no, no, uh, eight o'clock at night, I was thrilled to discover, I think it was, I think it was Animal Crossing back when it was on DS. <sighs> Lovely. I got Animal Crossing this year with class. Kept me going for about two months. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you this one before, but I used to have these neighbours and when, then they moved away, um, making them ex-neighbours. But oh, for God. Christmas one year, <laughs> they got their kids bags of coal right and these are the same people that went they out. actually <laughs> yeah it's because they didn't go to mass christ christ is the real meaning of christmas no um <laughs> so they got them bags of coal but then at the top of the bag of coal they put a kind of treasure map to where their real pre- presents were so they came down christmas morning and went under the tree they saw the bags of coal they started to cry and then they were like, look inside the bags of coal. So they poured the coal all over the ground inside. And there was no map. <laughs> the map had fallen out. And the parents were just like, shit, shit, shit. How do we tell them Santi has hidden them? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea how that story ends. Um, <laughs> Still looking for them. Yeah, I assume somewhere in Ireland, if you dig a hole, there is a load of presents for two children who only got bags of coal. <laughs> That's why they had to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The trauma was too much. The parents couldn't remember. What'd you get last year from us? We did a Chris Grindle last year. Did I have you last year? Yes. I did have you last year. I got you pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did Chris. I was like, did we do Chris? Yes, we did. I can't remember what I bought my person. I don't remember who I even had. It's because you don't have a podcast with them. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't remember. I'm sure they'll remember. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. And like me and me and Chelsea did stockings last year. But yeah. I can't remember my. Vote. And I don't think that's because I've not gotten great gifts. I've always gotten really good gifts. I think the problem is my birthday's a week later. 
Yeah. So normally... Um, so you get Christmas and birthday presents. Yeah, and my mum always really tries to make them very separate because as a child, a lot of people would join my presents. Like I have one year... Yeah, you my, see, uh, that's that's... I have mates whose birthdays are either the day before, the day of, or the day after. And they're yeah. just like, no, nah, I don't get birthday presents. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's, like, oh, it's always wrapped in like uh, Christmas wrapping. So my mum's always made yeah. a very big point of making things separate. Because one year, my... I just imagine your mum going around to all these shops and just going, I need wrapping paper. And they're like, oh, there's loads of Christmas wrapping paper there. And she was like, no, no, <laughs> listen. Birthday. Yeah, one year, my uh, granddad gave me, I opened my Christmas present and there was like a p- part of a pajamas, but it said on the hanger, you know, back in the day where you say like two of two. Yeah. And it said two of two. And then there on my birthday, not. I got one of two. I got the top for the, p- the pajama bottoms. And I think that mom was good. like, hmm, <laughs> that won't be happening. So I don't really remember Chris- my Christmas, best Christmas present. Um, I got I... a DS one year. That was great. That um, is, that's a, I think I got a DS for Christmas one year as well. Yeah, but then again, that might have been my birthday. I really can't remember. But I've never been disappointed on Christmas. Uh, this might be my best Christmas present ever. Last year, yeah. um, one of our housemates got me after some. Uh, and that was, <laughs> that was great. Because I was so fucking sunburned. Yeah. My legs look like fucking cooked oh, yeah, chickens. Because you've been walking around. Yeah. Because mm. this time well, I was I here think... in Australia, it was forty degrees. I saw it in my memory. Yeah, forty-five one day, and that was the day I fridge. was walking around. Fee sat in your fridge for prees this time last year. <laughs> I forgot that. And we, we, we why was it my of... fridge? Did I have no food or something? You had a fan, so every That's time it right. went down a degree, we cheered and had a drink, and every time it went up a degree, we booed and had a drink. <laughs> Good times. I think that was one of my favorite Christmases. Do you want to talk about that? Or uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So yeah. Christmas Eve, we had our dinner and it was very well done, I have to say. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Me and Sinead re smashed it. Yeah. Um, you nearly didn't make mashed potatoes. Did I not? I can't remember. You were like, oh, I'm putting on roast potatoes so we don't need mash. And me and Sinead, the other Irish girl who lived yeah. with us, just. Like, we had a fucking fit. But the thing is, I would normally make mash. At home, I'd make mash. But I remember having so much to do, and there were yeah. two ovens. And I was like, I no one else think, is going to do it. I think that's when I kicked into action. I sobered up, and I was like, yeah, I'll make like, the mash. Don't um, worry about it. The mash Don't even stress. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was um, it's a tough one, especially because we had a vegetarian, so we couldn't use yeah. on all the potatoes. That's right, yeah. So there was like, I was already making two lots of potatoes. I was like, I'm not making three lots of potatoes. Like, I don't think you guys get it. And then you were like, I'll be the masher. And I was like, fine, mash the potatoes then. I carved the turkey and the chicken. Did. Yeah. Never had done that before. I think I did an okay job. The issue was uh, we didn't have any cooking supplies, pretty much. Pretty much all our Christmas dinner was done in tinfoil trays and a wok. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and the turkey was done. The turkey and the chicken were done in, in tinfoil trays, which was fine for cooking. Yeah. But then for carving. I, why didn't we take it out of the tinfoil tray? Because I just put the tinfoil tray twice. down on a table and then put the knife straight through the bird and straight through the tinfoil tray into the the table and just all the juice just mm-hmm. seeped out onto this table in the hallway and onto the ground and I was like huh <laughs> you remember we that's put gonna a, smell <laughs> we put a crackling fire YouTube video on on one of our laptops <laughs> at the end of the table yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make it feel more Christmassy and we had crackers and we had drinks so much drinks a lot of drinks and then I remember me and Chelsea we went on a run late on that night at like 10 o'clock at night 11 o'clock at night because everyone had been drinking we were like we have no breakfast so me and her took a walk oh, down yeah. to the corner shop or the little 7-eleven yeah to get uh croissants for the morning which none of us we really had ate. we had crepes in the morning that was downstairs made those i made those with downstairs see upstairs didn't wake up nah this also sounds like downtown abbey where we were like upstairs <laughs> people and downstairs people we were Me and Callan lived house. upstairs and then a lot of her friends lived downstairs as well. And 
no one on the upstairs woke up as early as me. So I went downstairs because I heard them singing, dancing, drinking and eating pancakes. And I have a great... Yeah, they were smashed. I don't even know if they went to sleep. No, I don't think they did because I was looking again through my stories from last year, just like in preparation. Just I was like, oh, I wonder what we did. And they were so drunk. And our friend Adeline had work and she ran to work. Yeah, that's because right. she was so drunk. And we all had to go to the beach that day. And I don't really know what happened between us going to bed on Christmas Eve and them not going to bed and us waking up. But they were just so drunk, so drunk. She broke her Christmas um, robe within three seconds of having it. She didn't really understand how she'd broken it. Uh, and yeah, and then like we had breakfast or whatever and we got a little bit turned and then we went to the beach. Yeah. And... Boy, was it fucking hot. Hot and busy. I was looking at photos. It, it was, was so, so busy. busy. It was so I, good. It was. Like, it's mad. It is madness. Yeah. Ah, oh, it was so good. I got my own Christmas dinner on the beach as well. Oh, yeah. I had... Oh, yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. I ordered a pizza and it was a turkey and ham pizza. Didn't have, like, and it had cranberry <laughs> sauce and gravy on it. And it was it was so nice, and I will hear nothing bad about it. You offered me a slice, and I think I told you to fuck off. <laughs> Only one person from our house of like eighteen people yeah. took a slice of the pizza because it wasn't nice. It didn't look nice. It didn't. It didn't even sound appetizing. Like someone said, "Ooh, a turkey and brie sandwich." You were like, "It had brie on it as well." I'm sure it did. <laughs> it just did. <laughs> Things that are nice on a pizza, chicken and ham, that is a very common thing. Chicken is basically turkey. Uh, sure. Why not put it on a pizza? I think there was stuffing on the pizza too. There might have been stuff. That, yeah, that would have been like, a bit much. It was Actually, like it was stuffed crust with stuffing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember it really not being nice. <laughs> You know what's the best oh. part about that story about Christmas Day on the beach is that we'd planned maybe to have a barbecue or whatever. And what ended up happening is I, I've got a picture. You know, I'm going to put some pictures on our socials just after this goes out. That backpack I took to the beach was filled with alcohol. Everyone else's bags <gasps> were filled with alcohol. Yeah. And the only food we took for about 18 of us were two bags of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of us we planned like, on any food at all. We I think like, we thought. And then we I thought we'd like, oh, there'd be food there. There'd be food there. And there yeah. was like two food trucks yeah. for a beach foot with about 800 people on it. Minimum. Like it was, but like we, I just can't believe that that was our thought process was like as much booze in our backpacks as possible. And that's all they were. They were fucking heavy. And then two bags of crisps. I remember there literally being two bags and we went through them so quickly. I remember the entrance to the beach being quite like, um, any street in Amsterdam because it was just loads of cyclists and it was all Uber Eats drivers. <laughs> they were all just cycling down onto the beach and they were yeah. just sh- shouting names. Claire with her turkey dinner pizza. <laughs> oh God. It was a good it was a good Christmas. Yeah, Carla. So let's blitz through some of the other important things from Christmas. Christmas yeah. music. Ooh. Do you like Christmas music? I love Christmas music. I also love Christmas music. I so really like cheerful. it. It's so cheerful. It's so nice. Anyone who disagrees is screaming. They're catchy as hell. So fucking even, catchy. Even the new ones, like the Justin Bieber one from years and years ago, Ariana Grande's stuff. The one More Sleep, Leona Lewis, actually might be my favourite. That is one of those ones who's made it into the consistently good Christmas songs. Like yeah, 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 yeah. One more sleep, Leona Lewis. Banger. And do do you know what? They're always classic as well. Because you have like Chuck Berry from the 60s going run, run, Rudolph. And you're like, yeah, fucking peg it, Rudolph. Yeah. Chris Rhea, of course I'm fucking driving home for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Absolute queen of all the Christmas songs, though. It's Mariah. It's got to be. It's so good. Like, all I want for Christmas is you. But then she has... What's the other one? Um, Baby, please come home. She she just... It's like a one-two punch. Yeah. 
she gets you with the left hook and she fucking uppercuts you as well. I yeah. Love I love Christmas music. And I've worked in retail and I know that's like a thing for loads of people who are like, oh, you don't like Christmas music if you work in retail because you have to listen to it all day, yeah. every day. I did work in retail. Yeah. At Christmas, two years in a row. And yes, it drove me mad. But honestly, I only said that to fit in. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, it's so hard. It's so horrible. Oh, all the Christmas music. And then secretly in the stockroom, I'm going, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Well, this is the thing. Last year, um, I worked in a cafe where I controlled the music. And I put <laughs> Christmas music on nonstop for the whole month of December. <laughs> for the whole month of September. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else was pissed off with me. Same with yeah. work this year. Obviously, I'm now closed. But all December, I was the one queuing Christmas music. I fucking love it. Good. I can't get enough. Can't Look, get right. Enough. Then the last thing I'm going to touch upon, because mm. I am going to slowly turn this podcast into a movie podcast. Well, you're going to have to find a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas movies, Kala. Yeah. Do you like Christmas movies? How would you rate Christmas movies? I rate them pretty highly. Um, there, just there's the some crackers. Christmas 24 plus though don't watch it it's where acting goes to die I've never seen that there's a movie no not a movie a channel called Christmas 24 oh starts in July yes I have heard of and this and that shit just goes on and on and on and none of those people can act and the stories are all the same and my mum loves it they're all ha thing. Hallmark movies and stuff yeah. here's the thing about Christmas movies Christmas movies classic you got your Home Alones you got your uh Christmas uh Deck the Halls, that's a great one. You got uh Love Actually, The Grinch. Grinch is great. Mm. Christmas TV episodes. There are some dire ones, and there is just some that aren't funny at all. Because I think what they try to do with TV episodes, and I, I don't know why it comes to mind, and I can't think of this situation at all, but Friends, I mm. feel they did, like, Christmas episodes, and they were, like, the, like, like a mid-season finale. Yeah. I think for a lot of shows that run, you know, longer episodes, like, longer seasons, like 20 yeah. episodes, they do a mid-season finale at Christmas. And that makes it too dramatic. Yeah, but then Christmas Day episodes have always been dramatic. I don't like that. Give me a nice little rounded, just retail good Christmas stories. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I like it. Like imagine EastEnders. Yeah. But it's a Christmas carol. <laughs> <laughs> so literally it's EastEnders, which I don't watch. <laughs> so or it's just some. <laughs> I don't know why I pronounced it too bad twice. EastEnders? What are you on about? <laughs> But it's just someone in the East End just in the East getting... in the East Enders. <laughs> Yeast Just getting visited by three ghosts. Actually that, that reminds one, yeah. me. I think everything tries to do Christmas Carol at least once. Yeah. And of course, no one has topped it since the Muppets. Muppets Christmas Carol is so good. And I saw a quote from Michael Caine recently. Mm. He was talking about it, and he just said I said to Jim Henson, the creator and director of the movie, I am going to act in this as if I was doing the Royal Shakespeare Company. I am not going to like act against Muppets. I will treat them as pure actors. So it's Sir Michael Caine, very well-known actor, yeah. and fucking Gonzo the Great just, yeah. <laughs> just doing shit. And it's Acting like their equals, and it's so funny. I love that I movie mean, so much. Talking of A Christmas Carol, uh, in school I played, I was a character in A Christmas Carol. Ooh, can Ooh, I guess? I? Yeah, oh, can I guess? guess? Can I guess? All right. I was I in about year, I think it was year seven, year eight. I yeah. can't remember the character's name. But is it the wife of the merchant that Ebenezer Scrooge used to work for? No. <laughs> Were you Tiny it's, Tim's mum? It's even a more minor character. Oh but, but I would, but I would say perfectly cast. I was Scrooge's fiance. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yep, yep. And he leaves me for money. I'd love to see the casting director who just looked at you and went, mm, divorcee. <laughs> <laughs> at age 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's all we'll do for Christmas, Carla. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. And I did say to you before we started that I want you to transform whatever your Kala after dark is, which you apparently have already told me what it is, into a Christmas theme. So okay. be- before you do that, what time is it? It is Kala after dark time. Cool. <laughs> First, tell me the topic or the question, and then we're going to try Christmas via it. We're going to give it the Christmas spirit. Yeah, which normally just involves sticking a bit of tinsel on it, but I don't think we can do that to this. Um, We'll see. It was uh, sexual positions. Okay. Well, do you want to take the piss and come up with some special Christmas (laughs) sexual positions? Uh, We could do the Christmas roundhouse. What's that? Um, maybe it's when <laughs> I've got a gingerbread hat on. <laughs> you have a gingerbread house on your head. Yeah. And, I have a gingerbread um, house in my room at the minute. I got it for someone for Christmas. <laughs> Don't put it on your head and repeat what I'm saying. Look. Oh, that's nice. It's gorgeous, isn't it? That's very nice. It's really held its shape. I'm very... Actually, now that I look at it, right, there's a very terrifying old woman out the front of the house. Oh my god, why are her eyes like that? She looks like the Baba Yaga. Oh my god. I have one, reindeer style. Yeah. And it's just doggy style, except you stick a red nose and antlers on you. Ooh. I actually think that'd be quite funny. I can get into that. Yeah. But on, but on the, the real topic... Okay, we'll, we'll do the real topic as well, but I am going to brain, brainstorm and bang these out. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my friends the other day, actually, about um, sexual positions. We were just chatting. And I don't know how you feel about this as a guy, but I can get it from a guy's point of view. You know Reverse Cowgirl? Yes. We were saying there's that awkward manoeuvre between being in Cowgirl... And then deciding to do reverse and you do that kind of, you move and you get off and you're half turned and you kind of look back at them like, yep, yeah. <laughs> cool, well, we're about Kala, to. you're going to yeah. love what I got you for Christmas. 12 breakdancing lessons. So you can just spin on that thing like a lazy Susan. Love that. Love that. I've come up with a sexual position. <laughs> yeah. It's called Santa's sack. Yeah. So you jerk a guy off. And just before he comes, you take his scrotum and pull it over his penis. And then you have a sack full of presents. Please do not try this at home. I don't remember the last time I have partaken in a reverse cowgirl. Yeah, really? Is it nice? (laughs) (laughs) Kian has never had sex before. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Nice. You put your peener in the vagine. Mm, you're not wrong. I'm aware. Um, reverse cowgirl, I personally like. Okay. I, they get a great view. Because you don't like everything. to see men happy. No. They get a great view and I can make any face I want. Yeah. Um, without fear of judgment, unless I'm in a mirror. Which is usually the very concentrated tongue slightly sticking out of the side of your mouth face. Eh, sometimes it's an eye roll. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but I don't. I quite like it. I think it's a top tier move that people don't use enough. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think if someone broke that out on me, it would be good. Can I make a suggestion for you? Yeah. Do reverse cowgirl first, and then the spin is less awkward because there's more face to face contact. I see where you're coming from. That's also what you'll do if you <laughs> if you give face to face contact. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I how many position changes do you think there needs to be during a, an encounter? Honestly, genuinely, honestly, none. Standard three. Give them to me, because I can. Let's see if um, we're in the same pattern. 
Oh, in an order. Yeah, because I have an order. Okay. Missionary. Yeah. It's really a toss-up, right? Yeah. But it it could be cowgirl and yeah. then doggy. Yes. Let's just ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this has been building to, Kala. Season finale? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've come up with another one. Yeah. Uh, jingle bells. Okay. You get little bells and attach them to your balls mm-hmm. and then just have sex. And you just hear it. <laughs> you could even try to shag to a tune then. Yeah. Yeah. And like there'd be kids playing with snow on the street, and they're like, "Listen, it's Santa. He's coming." And you're like, "Well, he might be, but it's not Santa, kids." Yeah, I think that's strange that we had the same moose. Do you think that's standard? That's kind of. I think that is the set meal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I think that's your three course dinner. Yeah, and then if. People are feeling very lazy. Like, I know that if I can't be asked, it's him on top of the constant. I will well, fight that. Yeah, that's that's where, like, if I've put in a good shift, right, and, and it goes um, missionary doggy, and I'm putting in a good shift, then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to take a break now. Jesus, take the wheel. Literally. Sometimes it's more like, I'm loving this. I want this conti- to continue, but I also don't want to do the work anymore. Yeah, that's it's really who wants to work to the finish line? Yeah, because the finish line is the hardest part. <laughs> because that's where you've got to put like your A game up. Yeah, it's like a relay yeah. race, really. Yeah, to you, to me, to me, <laughs> the Chuckle Brothers. To me, to you, to me, to you. Trying to, I'm still fucking brainstorming. <laughs> Milk and cookies. Oh my god, no. So it's a facial. And then you just give them a cookie. <laughs> Please don't try any of these at home, guys. They don't sound fun. No. <laughs> yeah, least favourite. Oh, my least favourite uh, sexual position. Oh. Mm, uh, I don't know. You love them all. You're an equal opportunity I actually, employer. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I'm not a huge fan of reverse cowgirl mm. because sometimes the partner will lean far too forward okay and that just that. that just bends things in ways they shouldn't be bent mm. i feel you i get that yeah so i'm i'm in no mood for that that's the only thing i can think of i'm trying to think of like a christmas 69 you can have a ho ho ho, which is where you just have three prostitutes. <laughs> I think that's enough. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all for Cal After Jack, the last one of the year. The last one of the oh year. Oh my god. You're not gonna have me talk about sex and relationships until the new year now. Yeah, we're both going celibate, isn't that right, Cala? Sure. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> I have one final thing for us. A final review. I went on to Amazon, most hated website in the world, and I just typed into the search bar, Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. And one of the Christmas presents, which is one of the most American things I've ever seen, is called the Hamilton Beach Breakfast Sandwich Maker. Love that. Hamilton is the brand, and it is not in reference to the popular musical. Thank you for clearing that up. And I was like, I don't know how funny any of these reviews are going to be. They're all very, very positive. Mm. Um, Until I came down to a one-star review from Ice Mom. The review is titled, It Caught Fire Twice. (laughs) Really, twice. It was updated three times. Oh, God. My husband eats a breakfast sandwich every morning. By the way, a breakfast sandwich in this thing, it's like a... It's, it's, it's a very odd contraption. It's, it, it's like a toaster on the top mm-hmm. and then has a thing for frying an egg and then a place for like ham and cheese 
and another like they're putting like those English muffins, which I've never seen in England or in Ireland. I have. <laughs> have you? I've yeah, never so actually like, uh, seen an eggs Benedict on them. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of them and it makes a breakfast sandwich, which looks like it's the most unhealthy thing in the fucking world. Okay. But anyway, my husband eats one of these every morning. We joked about this sandwich maker, but continue to make his breakfast the normal way, pan and toaster. I bought it for him for Christmas. And he loves it. Loves it. Loves. He can make his breakfast while dressing in the morning and it's perfect. Bit of Michael Scott, the US office there where (laughs) I make my bacon in a George Foreman grill beside my bed every morning. Yeah, love that. Um, So she goes on, she says like, oh, it's brilliant. It cleans really well. Blah, 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 blah. And then August 2015 update. We use this breakfast electric sandwich maker every day. The nonstick coating on the ring insert isn't going to win any prizes, but it works fine. It's in brilliant condition and is so well made. I've given this twice as a gift, one single, one double. Both recipients are very pleased. I already know what I'm going to give another family member for this Christmas. This woman's very happy. Yeah, she loves it. Update. September 20th, 2016. Mm. Fire! (laughs) It caught on fire. The wire was wrapped in a cord at the back, and I kid you not, the unit caught fire. It was just outside warranty, so I went and got another one. It is working fine, and I am happy to say my husband is happy. (laughs) All right, 18th century woman. Update! November 2016! <laughs> not, not even through... A month ago. later! <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> it's within its warranty period. So they're replacing the appliance. And they sent me a label to return Sparky. I know, I know. A third breakfast sandwich maker... <laughs> But what are the chances of a third fire? (laughs) I don't want to know. The woman's mental. Like, this woman is basically like, hmm. Do you know the kitchen needs a little bit of danger? (laughs) I know we're already giving your heart serious fucking danger by feeding you what is essentially 2,000 calories every morning. Right. But now let's see if it will just set the house on fire too. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to burn it down for the insurance. <laughs> and then post on Amazon about it. Well, they never said Americans were smart. Kala. I can only assume she's American. <laughs> oh, th- definitely. Like, <laughs> this This is one of those uh, reviews we read and you're like, yeah, bang a fucking American off this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, well. Kala, I think that's the end of the podcast. It is. And what did we learn? Um, We learned that Tom Cruise has a point. But he's also believes that... He's a raving lunatic, but he's yeah. using his lunacy for good. Which we can only be grateful for. Yeah. Uh, Harry and Meghan are about to make a podcast slating the Queen and outing her as a murderer. Can't wait. Yeah, they might be as good as us. Uh, doubt it. Yeah. We're top two. Um, Christmas is our best time of year. Such a good time. We love Christmas music. We love Christmas films. We loved our Christmas last year. It's all been good. It's been... Just bang after bang Christmas, after bang Christmas. 10 out of 10, honestly, it's brilliant. Reverse Cowgirl only works if you know how to pop and lock it. Because <laughs> the spin move is too difficult. If you're some sort of Mai Tai fighter... Yeah, then it's not even the difficulty, can I just say? The difficulty? It's the awkwardness. It's the, the whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's the vibes. Yeah, if only you could, like, cut and restart, I'm... Whatever. Here's an idea for you. What um. if you rolled backwards, right? <laughs> land on your feet. Yeah. Turn around, hop back up onto the pe- bed, and then just sit back down. You highly overestimate my athleticism. 
Well, it's a good thing. Along with the breakdancing lessons I got you, a 10-step guide to at-home gymnastics. Ah, okay. Well, we'll see in the new year then, won't we? Don't try any of the sexual positions Kean has suggested. Absolutely not. You'll take an eye out. Or end in uh, a relationship breakdown. Maybe reindeer style. That could be funny. Reindeer style sounds funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, and finally, if you are going to get what is essentially a frying pan and a toaster in one unit, put it beside the fire extinguisher. Yeah. And don't buy three of them. If you want want insurance money on your home when it sets a light, do it another way. Oh, God. It feels unnecessarily dangerous. I'm, I'm sorry. I just read a line on the sandwich maker thing. I'm testing both of those questions in the name of science. And well, the faulty thing makes good sandwiches, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) This woman doesn't believe in coronavirus. Uh, Kala, ream off your socials there for us, will you please? I am Kala Layla on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, And the podcast socials are not another review on Twitter, not another review show on Instagram. And we have an email address not another review show one at gmail.com. And I am at King Clark one on Twitter and at there's a Clark in the water on Instagram. And just to let you know what our plans are coming up, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a break, which is ironic because I think we had a break last week. Um, no, uh, two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. That's fine then. And we are going to put out some content kind of a best of episode in the new year so if you have any of your favorite stories or quotes or whatever send them in give us opinions and then we're gonna come back in flying form for not another review show season two season two bigger better uh more sober less sober who knows there's no consensus on it yet yeah we'll see Do you know we never talked about any of the bad things like about Christmas? Like family? Ugh. Anyway, I'd review this episode. <laughs> well, with the episode minusing all the bad things about Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of Christmas. You forget all the bad stuff. You can ignore everything bad in your life if you only try hard enough. Yeah. 92. 92? I'm going with 91. Let's split the difference. 90 done merry christmas and a happy new year merry christmas bye bye